0: To our podcast,
1: true crimes and story times.
0: I'm Michelle. I'm Kirsten, and it's my story time. A rat! Right. I'm doing a little spooky. Well, story oh, spooky, times are spooky. always kind of spooky, but try be. I'm doing more like towards Halloween, as mm-hmm. you guys know. Last week I did history of witches. The week before that I did history of vampires, and today is history of halloween because of halloween. i was just too excited i love halloween it's like one of my favorite things mm-hmm. so yeah i'm gonna just but. what bit bit i said i but. thought you said but i was like no, but what <laughs> i'm gonna just uh jump right into this so let's go we can get going hmm. so halloween started back when there was an ancient celtic festival called Samhain. okay and the Celts were people who lived two thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. um I want to know if they're part of my heritage, by the way. I really want to do one of those twenty three me things. Oh, yeah, I've naturally red hair. It only comes from two places: Ireland or Scotland.
1: Mm-hmm. so be interesting,
0: yeah, so the Celts mostly lived in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and northern France. And they celebrated their new year on November 1st. Okay. The new year was basically a mark for the end of summer and the harvest. Mm -hmm. A lot of things about Halloween have to do with the harvest, like fall, you Mm -hmm. know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But it also marked the beginning of the dark and cold winter. Obviously, shorter days, and it gets a lot colder. Mm -hmm. So, hundreds of years ago... Winter was an uncertain and frightening time for people because food supplies ran low and many people were actually afraid of the dark. And uh, since the days were so short, Mm -hmm. it got darker a lot faster. Mm -hmm. And this time of year was often associated with human death, which I can vouch for that because when I worked at a casket factory... Um, it was very busy in the wintertime compared to the summer. The summer was the slow season and the winter was the, like, picking up season. A lot more people die in the winter. Weird. You would think it'd be the opposite, but it's not.
1: Well, I guess, like, in the wintertime, more people get sick mm-hmm. more often. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason I can think of.
0: I never thought of it that way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: pneumonia and the yeah. flu and stuff is yeah. more prominent in, like, the colder months. I didn't think of months. that. Yeah. Um, I should have thought that. Anyways <laughs> anyways. Um, Celts believed that on the night before the new year the boundary between the different planes of existence, that being the living and the dead, would be thin. hmm So more spirits. Okay. So on the night of October thirty first, they celebrated Samhain. Okay. And on this day it was believed that the ghosts would return to Earth. Ooh. Which I just think they're here all the time. But that's just me. I um, mean, yeah. Why is it just one day? Right. They were also believed to cause trouble and damage crops. Um, Celts thought that the present, presence of the spirits made it easier for the Druids or Celtic priests to make prophecies about the future. I don't know why, but... <laughs> These prophecies would actually be a comfort to a lot of people through the wintertime because it was such a scary time. So, how did they celebrate Samhain exactly? Um, druids built huge sacred bonfires, and at these bonfires, people would gather to- they would burn crops, and they would use animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. Dang. Yeah. During the celebration, they wore costumes, but they were typically consisting of animal heads and skins. Oh. Yeah, so like- a skinned parka or whatnot. Not really a parka. Okay. But, like, just their skin and hair, you know, like mm-hmm. a cowhide or something. And, like, the skull. You know, like, when a deer skull is hollow, you could probably wear it on your head. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it wasn't like and stuff. They just cut the head off and was like, ha, ha, let me put oh, it on my head. it on their head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't think so. <laughs> Did not find that in my research, but... <laughs> um. They would also tell each other's fortunes they would be like, oh, Kirsten, I think you're gonna become a millionaire in a couple months. Bet, let's go. <laughs> um, once the celebration was over, they would go home and light their hearse from the sacred bonfire. So they would put their hearse out before the celebration, so they could come back with the sacred fire to relight it as a relighting of the new year. Okay. You know, the new year starts on November first for them, anyways. Mm-hmm. And they also thought it was to protect them in the upcoming winter. Interesting. So by 43 AD, the Roman Empire had conquered the majority of Celtic territory. So over a period of about 400 years, Romans ruled the Celtic lands. This led to two festivals of Roman origin, combining with the traditional Celtic celebration of Samhain. And the first fest that they made was called fear alia and this was a day in late october when the romans traditionally commemorated the passing of the dead so a lot of halloween's origins have to do with death and harvest Mm -hmm. basically um the second that they came up with was a day to honor pomona and she was the roman goddess of fruit and trees and the symbol of her is the apple Okay. A big symbol for fall for a lot of people. We have apple cider, apple Apple. pie. It's apple season. Yes. That's one of, it's not just pumpkin season, people. It's also apple season. Yes. And a lot of people believe this is why we have the tradition of bobbing for apples. Oh, interesting. She represents that. Interesting. So now we're going to talk about something called All Saints Day. Sounds familiar. You may have heard of it. So on May thirteenth of six hundred and nine A.D., Pope Boniface the sixth—that's six, right? That's
1: a—that's four. Shoot, I always get a six mixed is up. five and one. Right.
0: Okay. Shoot.
1: I always think of it as one before five, uh, and six is five and one.
0: Gotcha. That's how I—that's how I remember. I'm keeping that in there. Okay. So Pope Boniface the fourth dedicated the pantheon in rome in honor of all christian martyrs and the catholic feast of all martyrs day was established in the western church and pope gregory the 3rd later expanded the festival to include all saints as well as martyrs and moved the observance from may 13th to november 1st that's a big a big difference yeah so, All Saints Day was moved to November 1st. Okay. And by the 9th century, the influence of Christianity had spread into the Celtic lands as well. <laughs> um, So, they just basically were like, yep, we're going to have our own day, and it's going to be right around Halloween. Okay. Um, It gradually, so the Christianity gradually blended with and supplemented older Celtic rites. And in 1000 AD, the church made November 2nd All Souls Day. and this was their day to honor the dead okay and christianity yes well just the church in general i'm not sure if it's like a specific one okay but i think they mean christianity okay so it's actually believed today that the church wanted to replace the celtic festival of the dead with a more church sanctioned holiday Mm -hmm. and the day was still celebrated similarly to samhain and they would have huge bonfires, parades, and they would also dress up in costumes. No animal sacrifices, though.
1: But this was, like, the opposite of what they were doing before. Like, the um, Celtic, on on October 31st, they were, like, celebrating the dead, right?
0: Yeah, and so were they. Oh, so they were? were. They. Oh, okay. Yeah, the church is also celebrating the dead. It's just their own church-sanctioned holiday. Okay. So it's more based off of Christianity and things when the Celtic is just based on ancient rituals and things like that. Okay. So the costumes that the church would dress up in is saints, angels, and devils. Um, All Saints Day celebration was also called All Hallows or All Hallow Mess from Mm -hmm. Middle English, All Hallow Mess, meaning All Saints Day. And the night before it, the traditional night of Samhain in the Celtic region began to be called All Hallows' Eve and eventually Halloween. Interesting. So people still call it All Hallows' Eve. Like, I hear that occasionally, like, in movies and stuff like that. So, Hallows' Eve. Yeah. So now we're going to talk a little about Halloween coming to America. hmm So because of Protestant beliefs in New England... Halloween celebrations were like very limited mm-hmm. even s- people some Christians and some religious people today do not celebrate Halloween because I they believe it's that. associated with the devil
1: I was gonna say that like yeah. I know like personally know some people mm-hmm. that grew up and never celebrated Halloween mm-hmm. and it was very looked down upon if you celebrated
0: Halloween and you were a Christian honestly could you imagine <sighs> bruh the things I went through when Halloween's I was growing my favorite. Up, yeah, Halloween's literally my favorite. It's like Halloween and then Christmas.
1: There's even, I know we like talked a little bit about this last week, but like mm. Christians are so, they aggravate me because it'll even come down to like what you watch on TV. Yeah, like you can't watch. My cousin things. wasn't
0: allowed to watch Fairly Odd Parents or Harry Potter, because yeah. it had magic and that's devil stuff. Yeah, it's like bro, it's, it's a show.
1: Insane!
0: It's fake. It's but a like, show.
1: Some Christians try to say, like, you practice what you watch or you practice what you listen to. Like, yeah. The like, music
0: you listen to. Well, Christians also think witchcraft is bad. So Yeah. Some Christians. We're not talking about yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, so. Some. Yeah. Some. some Christians think witchcraft is bad, and that's probably why they didn't allow them to watch Fairly Odd Parents or Harry
2: Potter. hmm
0: Yeah, I went to my cousin's house once, and I was like, oh, can we watch Fairly Oddparents? And she's like, I'm not allowed to watch that. And I was like... Ew. Imagine being allowed to watch, like, Wizards of Waverly Place. Bruh. Bruh. That was one of my staples. Bruh. Staples, Love bro. That show. Anyway. <laughs> so, Halloween was much more common in Maryland and the southern colonies. Okay. Um, European beliefs and American Indian beliefs came together to make an American version of Halloween. They would have what they called play parties and these were public events to celebrate again the harvest Mm -hmm. because that's really what halloween is about Mm -hmm. people would tell stories about dead people and they would tell each other's fortunes Mm -hmm. that was just a thing they would also dance and sing and just have a good time it was a party yeah um they would also tell ghost stories and there was a lot of mischief that would happen Mm. i mean that's kind of what halloween is about yeah right trick or treat right So, by the middle of the 19th century, annual autumn festivities were common. But Halloween isn't celebrated everywhere in the country at this time. Mm -hmm. Um, In the second half of the 19th century, America was flooded with new immigrants. And a lot of these immigrants were from Ireland. And they were fleeing the Irish potato famine. Um, They actually helped to popularize the celebration of Halloween nationally. Hmm. Which is funny because I'm like... That would so make sense if I was Irish. Mm -hmm. My natural hair color is red and curly anyways. Mm
1: -hmm. That would make so much sense because Halloween's my favorite. It would make sense. It's in your blood,
0: bro. Literally. That's what I told Austin. I said, it's in my blood. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but I'm assuming, hopefully. (laughs) Probably. So, let's talk a little bit about trick-or-treating. Okay. Americans began to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or money. Which we now know as trick-or-treating. But at first, they asked for food or money. They didn't ask for candy. Mm-hmm. Um, they got this from European traditions, obviously, from colonists and whatnot. And girls and young women thought that on Halloween, they could conjure up the name or appearance of their future husband. Interesting. They did this with yarn, apple pairings, or mirrors. Hmm. Um. Towards the end of the 1800s, America decided to make Halloween more about community and coming together than about ghosts, pranks, and witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the 1800s, Halloween parties for both children and adults became the most common way to celebrate the day. We still so, do that. Yeah. Halloween parties. So right now, trick-or-treating is kind of like, hmm They're more so having parties to celebrate the day now. Mm -hmm. They're not really doing trick-or-treating as much anymore. Um, Did I... They would include games, food, and costumes. I don't know if Mm -hmm. I already said that, but... Parents were encouraged by newspapers and community leaders to take anything frightening or grotesque out of Halloween celebrations. Mm -hmm. Which, for me, is, like, that's part of it. It's supposed to be scary and, like...
1: My neighbor across the street has a skeleton. Mm Mm-hmm. In a bathtub.
0: That is in his yard.
1: With like um like a fountain of like what's supposed to look like
0: blood, like (laughs) constantly going in. It looks so cool. That is cool. I love it. See, but that's part of Halloween. It's supposed to be scary. Yeah. But um Halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones by the beginning of the twentieth century due to this. Um in the nineteen twenties and nineteen thirties, Halloween had become a more community community centered holiday like we had talked about before Mm -hmm. and at this point they would have parades and town-wide parties like everybody in town would party together lit no i don't like people (laughs) anyways (laughs) vandalism actually started running rampant around this time of the celebrations too but by the 1950s town leaders had gotten the vandalism down under control yeah it was just a mess at one point in time Mm mm-hmm and then, at this time also, Halloween grew to be mainly for kids. Like that. Dude, Halloween's my favorite. Sorry, Dude, I, I said it dress, like five I times. I will but
1: dress up until I am 40 years old.
0: Literally, I love Halloween. Love it. But yes, it grew to be mainly for kids. And in the 1950s, we know this was the great baby boom. Mm-hmm. So that is another reason why it kind of grew for younger kids because there was a, a massive more. amount yeah. of them. And since the number of young children grew, they wouldn't have the town-wide parties anymore. They just didn't have enough space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, they would more than likely have these parties in classrooms or at home. The nostalgia mm, man. of a good Halloween classroom party, man. bro.
1: That was the shit. Sorry. And especially when Halloween was, like, on a Friday, yes. bro.
0: And then you got to wear, like, a costume to yes. school. Yes. I miss those days. That was so fun, man. I don't think they do that anymore. I don't think so either. So, between the 1920s and the 1950s, trick-or-treating was brought back. Okay. Um, Trick-or-treating was a relatively in- expensive way for an entire community to share the Halloween celebration. And in theory, families could also prevent tricks being played on them by providing the neighborhood children with small treats. Mm-hmm thus a new american tradition was born and it has continued to grow since then yep fun fact today americans spend an estimated 6 billion annually on halloween making it the country's second largest commercial holiday after christmas i am not surprised you would think it would be like thanksgiving because everybody's buying like Food. turkeys yeah all kinds of crap and it's like like yeah. massive amounts of food no halloween because of the candy
1: well it's almost like a competition
0: yeah that's true like you have to be the best house on the block bro nobody's gonna come all the way out here to trick-or-treat at my house so i'm just gonna make goodie bags for jeffrey that's i
1: it. i don't even i have never taken jeffrey trick-or-treating mm-hmm. he's three well you took him to to me, once, I gave them all that candy. Yeah, but I mean, like, traditional trick-or-treating, mm-hmm. like, walking through town.
0: That's the best place to go trick-or-treating, bro. That's where my mom always took me. That's always poppin'. Really? They give full candy bars there sometimes, bro. That is it. It's, like, blocks of just people, like, with candy. I'm more of, here's my thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Call me stingy. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to spend a hundred dollars, yeah. hundreds even on candy. Oh, if I had the money, I 100% would. To sit on would. my porch to hand out to kids mm-hmm. when I actually could plan a a party, plan a party, have everybody over to plan a party for you guys or like, you know, whoever, mm-hmm. come over to the house. We all dress up, mm-hmm. make the kids goodie bags mm-hmm. or baskets, like good baskets, and have a party. Yeah.
0: It's cold here. I mean At Halloween
1: time. I we're don't want to walk already, around in the
0: fucking cold. We're already going to do this, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm like. We're already planning a Halloween party.
1: Most of our families mm-hmm. get the kids goodie bags. Yeah. So then I'm like, why do I need to take them? For the experience, I know. But.
0: Yeah, especially when they get cold. older. It's cold. When they get older, Halloween. you're going to have to take them. Yeah, the I know. Right now, they don't
1: get it. So I'm, like, holding on to that for as long as I can.
0: Next year, Jeffrey's definitely going to get it. You know that, right? <laughs> but I also feel like,
1: and I don't know if you've ta- you're you going to talk about this, but I also mm-hmm. feel like in the past few years, like, since we have grown up mm-hmm. and it's looked down upon for us to trick-or-treat because we're adults,
0: Yeah. I feel like nobody trick-or-treats anymore. Well, also COVID. That, too. I think that really took a big toll. On the trick-or-treating ground.
1: Right. So, I feel like it's just, and so then nobody, when you, if, when you do go trick-or-treating, nobody has candy to hand out. Mm-hmm. Nobody hands out candy. So, then, because not a whole lot of people trick-or-treat. Yeah. So, it's like, Logan's aunt and uncle, they were trying to pass out candy last year and had, like, maybe a handful of people come to their door. And we live in town. Mm-hmm. Like, in a town where people would walk around. Mm-hmm. And they had buckets of candy left because it, they were part of the $6 billion spent annually. Yeah. You um, know.
0: Nobody's coming all the way out here. To yeah, no, you live right. out in the middle of BFE, so. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Honestly, I would love to pass out candy, but, like, also, I love walking around and, like, seeing all the kids in their costumes. I think it's so cute.
1: We always just drive around and look at, um, like, Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what we like to that do. That makes me ready for Christmas, bro. Man, bro. Yeah, We're we driving around. Okay, sorry, guys. It's only September. Let's calm there down. There is a place mm-hmm.
1: not too far mm-hmm. that sets up a Christmas display mm-hmm. that you link up to your radio and you oh, sit that's across cool. the street. There's a parking lot across the street. And like the lights and everything go to the music playing on the radio. Oh, that's dope. Bro, it's so it's so cool. We went a couple years ago with Jeffrey and sat there for like an hour. It's just a loop, but like it's so fucking yeah, cool. It's still cool. I wonder if they don't do the same thing for
0: Halloween. Mm-hmm. I might have That'd to look cool. into that. I really want that the, like twenty foot skeleton Man. from Home Depot that's like two hundred dollars. Anyways so now we're going to talk about all souls day so the american halloween tradition of trick-or-treating dates back as early as the all souls day parades in england this is kind of where we get more inspiration as well Mm -hmm. so during this celebration poor citizens would beg for food and families would give them pastries called soul cakes and in return they would have to promise to pray for the family's dead relatives okay or like oh you're poor you can have this cake if you pray for my dead family member kind of rude but okay yeah so the distribution of soul cakes was encouraged by the church as a way to replace the ancient practice of leaving food and wine for roaming spirits like they wanted to take ghosts and spirits and everything out of halloween Mm mm-hmm so, the practice, which was referred to as going souling, was then up, taken up by children. Okay. So, they would visit the houses in their neighborhood and be, giving, be given ale, food, and money, like we had talked about before. Mm-hmm. So, now we're just going to talk about some random stuff about Halloween. Okay. So, on Halloween, some people thought they would encounter ghosts if they left their home. So to avoid being recognized as a living person and to blend in, they would wear masks after dark. Okay. They didn't want the dead to recognize they by a living person, which also it's like, what if they did? Do you think they're going to hurt you? Yeah. Some people, to keep ghosts away from their houses, would place bowls of food outside their homes to appease the ghosts and prevent them from attempting to enter. <laughs> but for the friendly spirits, they set places at the dinner table. They lift treats on the doorsteps, and along the side of the road, they lit candles to help loved ones find their way back to the spirit world. (laughs) So, today's Halloween ghosts are often depicted as more fearsome and malevolent, and our customs and superstitions are a lot scarier, too. Um, We avoid crossing paths with black cats, afraid they might bring us bad luck, and this actually came from the Middle Ages people actually believed that witches would turn into black cats to disguise themselves <laughs> if you don't like black cats i don't like you <laughs> black
1: cats are so cute they're the
0: cutest thing i've always wanted a black cat the black day.
1: cats and then when they'd like meow or like their little teeth stick out they look yes, like little bats yeah they so cute oh my God, they're so cute
0: So, we know another superstition is don't walk under a ladder. Mm -hmm. And this superstition may have come from the ancient Egyptians who believed that triangles were sacred. Oh. When the ladder is up, it looks like a triangle. Mm -hmm. And obviously, other superstitions include breaking mirrors, stepping on cracks in the road, or spilling salt. Mm -hmm. So, we just try to avoid it completely. (laughs) Jack-o'-lantern comes from the Irish legend of Stingy Jack. Oh. Stingy Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him, but Jack didn't want to pay for the drink, so he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin. Instead of buying the drink, he pocketed the coin and kept it close to a silver cross in his house, preventing the devil from taking shape again. He promised to let the devil go, As long as he would leave Jack alone for a year, and that if Jack died, the devil wouldn't claim his soul. After a year, Jack tricked the devil again to leave him alone and not claim his soul. But when Jack died, God didn't want such a conniving person in heaven, and the devil, true to his word, would not allow him into hell. (laughs) So Jack was sent off into the night with only a burning coal to light his path. He placed the coal inside a carved-out turnip and has been roaming the earth ever since. So, it's actually a turnip, not a pumpkin. Yeah, well, people in Ireland and Scotland began creating their own creations of Jack's lantern out of turnips, beets, and potatoes. Mm -hmm. The tradition traveled to the United States along with immigrants, and people began to use pumpkins, native to North America, for the lanterns instead. Makes sense. Yep. So, yeah. Stingy Jack. Nice. Here are a few lesser known, like, matchmaking Halloween traditions. I thought these were kind of cool. But okay. It's kind of like the tradition we talked about earlier with the young girls, how they would use mirrors and yarn and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 18th century Ireland, a matchmaking cook might bury a ring in her mashed potatoes on Halloween night, hoping to bring true love to the din- diner who found it. To basically whoever gets the scoop of potatoes with the ring in it. Yep. Nice. In Scotland, fortune tellers recommended that an eligible young woman name a hazelnut for each of her suitors and then toss the nuts into the fireplace. The nut that burned to ashes rather than popping or exploding represented the girl's future husband. But in some versions, it's the other way around. Mm. The nut that burned away symbolized a love that would not last. Interesting. Another tale had it that if a young woman ate a sugary concoction made out of walnuts, hazelnuts, and nutmeg before bed on Halloween night, she would dream about her future husband.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. I don't know why these are all about young women. (laughs) Young women tossed apple peels over their shoulders, hoping that the peels would fall on the floor in the shape of their future husband's initials. Hmm. They also tried to learn about their futures by peering at egg yolks floating in a bowl of water and stood in front of mirrors in darkened rooms, holding candles and looking over their shoulders for their husband's faces. I have heard of the egg yolk thing. Yeah, I have too. But not not only about Halloween. You just no, crack like the this. egg in the water. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about seen it on tiktok me too (laughs) so other rituals were more competitive at some halloween parties the first guest to find a burr on a chestnut hunt would be the first to marry Hmm. and at others the first successful apple bobber would be the first down the aisle Hmm. so here's some fun facts okay about halloween okay um did you know one quarter of all the candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween. I didn't know that. Crazy, right? That is crazy. Um, also, more people are buying costumes for their pets. It's gonna be me, bro. It's be me this year. Americans spent $490 million on costumes for their pets in 2019, more than double what they spent in 2010. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Candy corn was originally called chicken feed, which makes sense to me. Mm-hmm and candy corn is america's least favorite candy. What? Yes, what? I hate it. It I sucks. Love candy corn. Thank you.
1: Bro, I love candy corn. That's insane. But I get why people don't like it cuz yeah. it's
0: basically just sugar. Mhm. Candy corn has always been divisive, but according to candystore.com's most recent top 10 worst halloween candies list, most people hate it than love it. Consumers voted candy corn the worst halloween candy in the country in 2019 and 2020. <laughs> To be fair, it also made the 2020 Top 10 Best Halloween Candies list, so it looks like the debate is not over yet.
1: I would say the worst candy, Halloween candy, is like Tootsie Rolls.
0: No! Bro! I Tootsie... love Tootsie Rolls, dude. Like, I will eat Tootsie Rolls over that nasty-ass no, candy like corn any day, No, like regular
1: chocolate Tootsie Rolls. not like yes. the Tootsie Rolls Fruities. Or, like, the fruity Tootsie Rolls. No, I like the regular chocolate Tootsie Rolls. They're They're good. They don't taste like chocolate. Like chocolate. They don't taste like chocolate. (laughs) What are they selling? Not Tootsie Rolls, because they're not chocolate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, the most lit jack-o'-lanterns on display at one time is 30,581. Let's beat that record, bro bro let's beat it. i got a big ass yard i think we can fit it all. <laughs> let's do it
1: we have to buy just like a the lot little to bitty carve. Ones. just little bitty ones that's such a good idea and just put like a tea light candle
0: in it does bro. that count though and all
1: we would have to use is like a drill and put some eyes true Bruh. it wouldn't so... take that long there's four of us
0: <laughs> true logan have and Jeffrey. austin
1: could be cutting them me and you could be lighting them
0: true Jeffrey would have to get in on this. He'd have to be somewhere yeah, in there. He could line him up. He, he has to help. Yeah. <laughs> Evelyn can just sit on the side and dream about food like she does. <laughs> Anyways. The Michael Myers mask is actually a William Shatner mask. The movie was actually filmed on such a tight budget that the crew used the cheapest mask they could find. A $2 Star Trek Captain James Kirk mask. They spray-painted it white and reshaped the eye holes, making William Shatner look incredibly creepy. I knew that. Huh? I knew that.
1: (gasps) You knew that? I knew that. What?
0: I didn't know. My husband is
1: the biggest Michael Myers fan. I forgot. That's all I hear every year. All I've heard this year is, bro, I can't wait till Halloween Kills comes out.
0: Or Halloween ends. There's so many, I can't even keep track of them. So, Stephen Clark holds a record for the world's fattest, Sorry, Batter- fastest <laughs> pumpkin carving time. He did it all under twenty four point three point zero three seconds, beating his previous record of fifty four point seven two. That's a big seconds. difference. How you carve a pumpkin that fast? He be practicing. <laughs> I wish somebody just saw what I did. So, um, trick or treating was also inspired by a tradition called mumming. In the middle ages people began practicing a tradition known as mumming in which they dressed up as ghosts and demons and went door to door performing songs and scenes from plays in exchange for food and drink this custom is believed to be an antecedent of trick or treating um last little fact skittles are america's favorite candy taste the fucking rainbow i, I can't love even skittles. eat those i don't think not with my braces nope Everyone wanted to taste the rainbow in Halloween 2020. According to thecandystore.com. Skittles were the top candy that year, followed by Reese's Cups and Starburst. Don't come for me. Reese's Cups are so flame. I don't like Reese's Cups. Ew. What is wrong with you? I don't
1: like, I don't
0: really like peanut butter. After 15 years, our friendship is going to have to end.
1: Because because, (laughs) I don't like Reese's
0: Cups or Tizzy Rolls. (laughs) Nope. Can't do it. I can't.
1: I just don't like, I just. Don't like Reese cups. It's okay, bro. You don't have to like everything. My favorite like. candy bar, mm-hmm. favorite candy bar. It used to be Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. I People do like love a three, a good Musketeers. three Musketeers. But my favorite chocolate bar has to be a Heath bar.
0: A Heath bar.
1: I love Heath bars.
0: Doesn't that have nuts in it?
1: It's like a toffee. It's hard on mm-hmm. the inside and yeah. it's coated in chocolate.
0: I think I've. I don't know if I've had one because I was afraid it had nuts in it. So I probably haven't
1: does it have nuts i'm is not allergic nut to nuts coffee? but
0: i don't like nuts people well you so. don't
1: taste if there is nuts in it you don't really i taste i'll taste it because i don't like them they're not like chunks of nuts I'll i know have, but I'll have like to, i'll have to get back to you on that okay i'm not sure like, if honestly it's, nuts or, it's not like a, a, a snickers even
0: if it's small little pieces of nuts yeah. i still won't eat it i'm not i'm not 100 sure i'm not sure My favorite candy. I'm really not a candy person, honestly. She does not like sweets. Not really. Like at all. The okay. I will say my what was I gonna say? My soft spot is little Debbie cakes, dude. Anytime Really? Honey buns, mm.
1: Honey buns are good. Coffee
0: cakes. mm. Coffee cakes, bro. Or um um,
1: nutty bars. Is that what they're called? Yeah. With the plain pe- that does have peanut butter in it, but those yes. are
0: good. Cosmic brownies can't get enough. I don't care for cosmic brownies, I know, but I love them, they're so good. I don't get the hype, they just taste too fake. Those, to me. oh, and donuts.
1: Love donuts, donuts are my top. Donuts my are top. great,
0: yeah. That, that's that is my weakness. I'm just not much of a candy person. If I had to pick a favorite candy, it'd probably be Reese's Cups. I really like jelly beans too. Like jelly beans? I cannot stand jelly beans, dude. What? I did that bean boozled challenge <laughs> thing forever ago. Bro. And I haven't been able to stomach a fucking jelly bean since, bro. I did that
1: to my mom one time. <laughs> I had some of the bean boozled ones and she thought they were regular jelly beans. Yeah. And I gave her a handful
0: and she popped them all in her mouth, bro. Oh, <laughs> it was? so funny. No! Oh my god, it was so funny. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> one time I ate the barf one and it it's making me sick to my stomach even talking about it mm-hmm. because it actually tastes like barf. How do they do that? I don't know.
1: I guess it's kind of nostalgic for me though, mm-hmm. because like in Harry Potter they have Brady Bott's Every Flavored Beans, yeah, which is basically like the bean boozled yeah. beans that are just like different flavors. Right. And I don't know. Every time I think about it, I'm like, dude, I yes, gagged. Harry Potter. <laughs> I gagged when I had that barf one, bro. I just I always instead of eating it, I'll like mm-hmm. bite it and smell it.
0: I Like, I'll bite it
1: to expose the inside. Yeah.
0: And then smell it to see. I don't really (laughs) like jelly bean, like, textured candies anyways. So, I don't think I would, even before the bean boozled, I really don't think I would have ate, like, jelly beans regularly.
1: Fun fact about me Mm -hmm. and jelly beans. Mm -hmm. um, When I was having my baby shower for Jeffrey, Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe it was my gender reveal, I'm not sure, but I was counting out jelly beans... For a um, contest. Mm-hmm. contest of how many jelly beans there are there. And I was like eating them as I like, went. Because I was pregnant. But Logan <laughs> made me laugh. As I was eating a jelly bean. And I inhaled. And choked on it. And <laughs> puked all over our living room. He was just telling me about that the other day. Oh, my God. I
0: remember you telling me about that. Yeah, And you puked all over the floor. It was so funny.
1: And then, like, we moved out of our apartment, and they were like, why is there a stain on the carpet? We were like, um, don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not sure where that came from. Yeah. But anyway. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Go follow us on our socials. Link in the show notes. Mm -hmm. My links for my research will also be in the show notes, and don't forget about kirsten's episode on friday it's a short case so if you're looking for something quick to listen to it's short we got but you. it's pretty messed up it is pretty and messed it's up recent for sure so anything you got i don't think so leave us a review and that's all we got all right see you